The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to Saints History, told and experienced the way God intended it, with excessive amounts of alcohol and cursing. The booze is probably bourbon because... Their alcohols are for rich women on diets. Now, here's your drunk Saints History host, who is... Bombed out of his gourd. Alright, it's time for another episode of Saints Drunk History. This episode, we're joined by Dave... Uh, I'm Ralph Marlboro. Uh, uh, we've done some fun stuff. We did the, we did the Ditka years, one and two. We did the NFC Championship. Now we're doing the 2005 Katrina season, which uh, sort of gets like like blots from the mem- like like we don't even include it in like the Saints record book. We're like 2005. Whatever happened on the field, it doesn't count. It, it was just 2005. It was yeah, crazy. Shit. Way to be depressing, Ralph. Well, well, I mean, it was. It was, but the thing about the 2005 Katrina season, you, you can't just talk about, like, on-the-field stuff. you got to talk about, like, the craziness beforehand. And the thing was, like, Katrina hits, and the Saints are, like, in Oakland. I, that's, like, probably, like, one of the – one of one or two Saints games in my entire life that I didn't listen to or interact at all. Like, I don't even know – did the Saints even do a broadcast with Jim Henderson or whatever? Is there, like – there's, there's probably, like, no record of, of it from the Saints' end, right? So Katrina comes, and it's a disaster, and New Orleans, everything, right? And people are digging out, and the Saints are the Saints at first sort of, like, fell off the radar, right, Dave? Like, people are like, you know, we got to, you know, recover the bodies of the dead. We got to save people there in their houses. We got to get people evacuated. You know, people we got to get people evacuated. People are dying, like... Football is not the main thing, but pretty soon after Katrina hit, like the Saints came back around and they're like, oh, whoa, 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 they're going to San Antonio, and the mayor is like talking to Benson, and they're like gonna go to San Antonio full time. New Orleans like stopped and was like, hold the fuck up. Like, I know that I got a flooded house and we got a devastated city, but you're taking the saints over our fucking dead body. And, like, people f- were freaking out. And the saints, like, Tagliabu had come and, like, if you watch the press conference with Tagliabu, Benson is just in the corner, like, seething. Because Tagliabu was like, you, you ain't going to Benson. You ain't going to San Antonio full time, buddy. You're going back to Baton Rouge and you're playing games. We're, uh, the, NF, the NFL is not going to be a part of Katrina hit and you scampered off to San Antonio forever. And the NFL let this happen. Like, Tagliabu was like, that isn't going to be on my watch, buddy. And you could see just Benson, right. like, sitting there, like, seething at the press conference. But, like, by then, New Orleans was like, And we're lucky to have Tagliabu in, in charge at that time. We were. And, look, as, <laughs> as, and for the longest time on Canal Street Chronicles, a fine website uh, you used to run, my tagline when I used to get in there and comment, it was a quote from Andrew Juge who said, Paul Tagliabu deserves the finest hookers and steaks when he's in New Orleans <laughs> for the rest of his life. 
And that was my <laughs> little quote on my profile, and it's probably still there, and I believe it 110%. Paul Tagliabue is a fucking hero to New York. You might hate Goodell, <laughs> but Tagliabue is a fucking hero. And if I ever meet the man, I'm going to hug him. That's how much I think he means to New Orleans. And I know... There wouldn't have been a bounty gate with Tagliabue. No, and if you want to say Peter King and, and Jeff Duncan, they want to spin history and say it was Goodell as second in command and he did a bunch of bullshit, okay? Tagliabue was the guy who was the commissioner and was fucking in charge. I am so drunk, wow. I am so drunk. But he was in charge, and he's Keep the drinking. guy. He's the guy. He was the guy, and... I can tell you flat out, if you're a Saints fan and you ever see Paul Tagliabue in like a high-end New York restaurant or Georgetown, Washington, where he lives, if you see him, hug him for me. That's what I'm saying. Hug Paul Tagliabue. He deserves it. So the Saints are like, we're going to play, you know, we're going to play four games in, I think they played four in Baton Rouge. They played the game in New York. They played like three in San Antonio. Like it was a clusterfuck. Like we talked. That's to... that's right. They played the one the one in New York. Yeah. At the start of the season, and then they do the three in San Antonio, and the last four in Baton Rouge. But I will say, for on field stuff, they went to Carolina, and it's a top five win in Saints history. They went to Carolina and beat Carolina twenty three to twenty. Uh, played phenomenal. Like we're we're it, they played great. Like they looked like the good Jim Hazlitt teams of 2001 to 2004. Like the Jim Hazlitt teams were always like nine and seven, seven and nine, or eight and eight, right? But the Jim Hazlitt team they would look good, and you'd be like, damn, they look good. Like that Saints team, they looked good. They ran, Deuce ran good. Brooks ran well. He ran, you know. I like good because I'm drunk. Uh, you know, um, so it was now, wait, wait. So, so Ralph, were, were you in 2005? Were you living in New Orleans? No, I was not. I, I was living in New Orleans. I, I lived, this is funny. Um, the week, um, uh, of Katrina, the saints did a deal for Deuce McAllister and signed him to the big extension. I believe they did that either the Tuesday before Katrina or the Tuesday before that. And I was working at WWL, and I went out to the press conference, and my phone just started – I had the old, like, flip phone, right? Mm-hmm. And it just started going crazy. With Nokia. No, like, I flip phone. It just started going crazy because I was looking for um, jobs, you know, because Buddy D had passed away, and it was Kenny Wilkerson and Bobby A. Bear, and I was still producing the show, and I liked it. But I was like, you know, here's the thing people don't know about radio is, like, if you're not on air – as a local guy, you make like no money. So I'd be like, they'd be like, you produce the Saints pre and post game show. You must make a lot of money. I made no money. So I was looking for a job and I like got a job interview with the Orange County Register. And I did the interviews like on the phone, like the week before Katrina. And then Katrina hit and I was, I was staying with my dad in Lacombe. And I told my mom who went to Mississippi, I was like, look, I don't have a phone line. Uh, but I got in touch with us. Like, you call the Orange County Register. You tell them I want that fucking job. So my mom, like, I can imagine that phone call. Like, my mom's like, "Hello, Orange County Register. Yes, you interviewed you, my son. Uh, he would like that job very much." So I was in California. Long story short, for uh, the uh, for the the most excruciating. But I was in New Orleans. I was in Lacombe for the first uh, three games of 2005. Okay. Uh, so that Carolina game, I watched. That game was 
phenomenal. Like the the Saints played great. They won, and there was this sense of like, you know what? Maybe the Saints can like rally and like it could be this great story. Like they're ravaged by Katrina. They're practicing in a parking lot. I and, think they were on like the cover of Sports Illustrated. Yeah, like week. like after the storm, people were pumped, and then. They just went and they lost to the Giants twenty-seven to ten, and they lost to the Vikings thirty-three to sixteen. They beat. Buffalo how was that the Giants game? Yeah, they. How was that? This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Was that weird? Like, the Saints were pissed. Um, they were like, this is not a fucking home game, buddy. Yeah, so that was, that was technically their home opener. They were supposed to play that game in the Superdome. Um, obviously, they couldn't, so the NFL decided that they'd play the game in New York since they could and the Saints would be the home team. So it, it was it was really weird because you're in the this was the Meadowlands. This was before they, oh, yeah, it was they, the they built the new Yeah, this is before they had the new new stadium. Um, also known I always thought it was funny that people called it Giant Stadium, but the Jets played in it and I always felt like as as a Jet, as Jets fans must feel slighted that people always call it Giant Stadium. But anyway, uh, so it was weird because you're in you're you're in that stadium. And I have been to the Saints-Giants games before in that stadium. Um, and you're in it, and they've got yeah, Saints painted in the end zone. And just, they're playing... They're playing Saints, ad, you know, Saints ads and New Orleans-type ads on the... And they're playing... New Orleans music and Houdat and that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, whatever. This is all bullshit. <laughs> yeah, and I we had I had re- I had really good seats. Um, Hashtag fake stadium. <laughs> but um, but I, I do have to say that I mean this was being in New York. Um, I, I'm sure it was like this everywhere. Everybody went, but as being a quote unquote refugee um, for two months uh, in New York. Um, Everybody was super nice, and everybody, I mean, everybody was kind of very curious about it. I mean, you got to remember back then, th- this was the, the game at Giant Stadium in, in the Meadowlands was like two weeks after the storm and after yeah. all of this was going on. And it started I mean, terribly, didn't it? Like Michael Lewis like fumbled open and kickoff. Like it, it yeah, was, yeah. It was a disaster I think it, from the jump, yeah. I think. I think it 
exactly that. But um, but I mean, this was still the time when people were it, this. It was still on the news all the time. And so, I mean, everybody was like, oh, what's going on down there? I mean, everybody, everybody in New York was so nice to us and they thought it was so cool that we were Saints fans at the game and they had a lot of questions, you know, oh, how's your house? You know, blah, blah, blah. What's going on? You know, they, they, they see the stuff on the news and they want to know whether that's actually true or, you know, they want to know what the difference is between the news and real life and all that kind of stuff. Totally. I, I firmly yeah. believe the Orange County Register hired me because I was a Katrina refugee. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was wholly unqualified for that job at the time. Uh, yeah. And they hired me because I was a Katrina refugee. But, you know, it was good. I, I, I feel like I got some special treatment in New York being, you know, I had an ID, you know, that said I was from New Orleans. And it's like you flash that around and people were like, oh, my God, I feel so bad for you. Let me buy you a drink or let me oh, do this people, or let me do that. Dude, people, people uh, – I called up a woman and I was like, I got to rent an apartment because I'm moving to Orange County. I'm from New Orleans. I got this job. Like, she found me like this, like, it was like a mother-in-law unit attached to a house. And the people at her, um, at her, um, what do you call it? Like, real estate agency, they, like, donated stuff to me because I was like, I don't have any, uh, all the stuff I would have brought is like flooded and destroyed. I don't, I don't have anything to bring. I'm just bringing clothes. So they like gave me like furniture and, and sets and it was like really nice of them. So it was really, it was, I was like me and my mom when, cause my mom drove out there with me when I drove, like we were really touched. Like they set up the apartment for me and like, had yeah. a, I was like, I was like really touched. So, but the, the 25, the, the, ah, fuck, I'm drunk. The 2005 <laughs> season, like I feel like, the moment that it hit us, where we're like, "This is fucking hopeless," they were. They go. They they the the first game in San Antonio, they beat Buffalo, nineteen to seven. JP Lossman, former Tulane quarterback. You know? <laughs> oh, JP Lossman. JP Lossman. The Saints. Well, if like, we can't be JP Lossman, then we don't. Yeah. So they win, and they're like, they're two and two. <laughs> so you're like, Lossman. so you're like, they're two and two. It's he graduated the, with me. Yeah, it's the same old Saints with Hazlitt. They're going to be eight and eight. It does, Katrina, a nuclear bomb. It doesn't matter. Hazlitt's going eight and eight. It's what he was born to do, right? <laughs> and then they went to Green Bay and they got beat fifty-two to three. And you were like, "Oh, you're like." And I remember, like, was they that got, the game that Deuce? What game? That was the game. Deuce get that injured? was the game. Deuce got injured and was out for the year. Yeah. So you were like towards Deuce, ACL, right? Yeah, towards ACL, and he was out yeah, with you. So you're, day. and I remember Chris Berman. He at the prime. I was watching prime time, and he's like, you know, he's like the Saints. They're in San Antonio. They're living out of a hotel. They're practicing in a parking lot. He's like, some weeks this is just gonna happen to them, and you can't hold it against them. It's Katrina, and this is just gonna happen. And I, and, and at first I was like, fuck you, Chris Berman. Fifty-two to three just doesn't happen. And then I thought about it. I was like. Yeah, he's probably right. Like, we're probably going to have a lot more ass. We're probably going to have a lot more ass kickings to watch. Um, this that this, see that game, that Green Bay game, that had to have been probably around in October. Um, yeah, October ninth. Yeah, because I, I remember this because I was again I was li- I was in New York staying with my parents and um, I was working delivering pizza. Oh wow! Um, just well, just to make money while you know if I'm I'm. I, I I can't be at home. I'm living with my parents in New York, like 
what am I going to do all day? You are not well the t-shirt magnet that you are today. That's what you're saying. That's what <laughs> this you're is, this is a couple of years. I was working at the store, but this was a couple of years before I actually owned it. So I didn't have all that responsibility and didn't have to deal with all of that stuff yeah. that had to, you know, go on with the business. But, but, but I mean, yeah, but you're living with your parents in New York for two months. I mean, <laughs> you got to do something during yeah, the day. Right? So I, you know, I got a job and of, and of course I got that, you know, I got the help from FEMA and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but I did. I, my friend owns a, a, a whole pizza empire in Hong Kong <laughs> Island, and he got me. I'm serious, and he got me a job delivering pizza. So is this good pizza? Um, oh, it's the, it's literally the best on Long Island. They they win the award every year. It's actually actually like the greatest pizza you've ever eaten in your life. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, and uh, so it was kind of hard for me to stay up with the game. I, I saw the Carolina game. I went to a, I remember I went to a bar to watch the first home game against Carolina. I was at the Giants game, the away game against Carolina. I was at the Giants game, but the rest of those games from September to October through October, um, I I had a hard time following and paying attention to. But I I remember the Green Bay game. I remember because I was working and delivering pizza, and I kept going back to the restaurant to pick up pizzas and asking for a score update. And the score just kept getting worse and worse. (laughs) And they told me about Deuce and all that, and I was like, "This is oh my god! Like this is terrible. This is the worst." (laughs) And the thing was for me, like, stop talking to me. Like I went out to Cal. Like I drove out to California the day after the Green Bay game, and. I went. To, I saw all them games. I trekked out to sports bars and found sports bars, and, went, and yeah. the Saints were terrible. So it'd be like in the TV in the broom closet. I watched all them goddamn games. The only game I missed was the New England game, which was actually close. But they lost like heartbreakers. They had like a kick blocked at the end to lose to Atlanta, thirty-four thirty-one, and then they just then the, the beatings just started. They they lost to the Rams, twenty-eight <laughs> seventeen. They they went and they played the Dolphins under Nick Saban. Joe and, and and Nick Saban had Joey Harrington quarterback, and it was just it was just <laughs> like twenty-one to six. But it was like it was one of those games where it's like. In the middle of the second quarter, it's like thirteen to three, and you're like, the Saints could play until fucking Wednesday, and they're not fucking scoring. Like <laughs> it was just, you know, it's like one of those games. You're not technically out of the game, but you're never in it, and that's how the games were. And they lost to Chicago at home, like twenty to seventeen, and like really like awful fast. That was in that was in Baton Rouge. Yeah. Yeah, I was at that game. I was so, at I I was at the last four games in Baton Rouge. So Those were miserable. So actually, the last win of the Aaron Brooks era, they went and they played a Sunday night game against the Jets, and they went to <laughs> they went to New York and they won. Uh, hmm. They beat the Jets twenty one to nineteen, and I feel like we need to investigate it because it was the last it was the last win that Aaron Brooks. It was the last win that Jim has. I don't remember had. that game at all. Aaron Brooks, seventeen to twenty-three for three touchdowns, and no interceptions. Oh, you don't remember it at all. I have um, no recollection of that. Game. I have. You're like a, you're like getting interviewed. I have no recollection of that uh, <laughs> at all. I'm I'm um, testifying in front of the Senate. Uh, Aaron Stecker was the Saints' <laughs> leading rusher. Fifty. I remember yards. Stecker. Number twenty. Stecker was fu- Stecker was fun, man. He was a good backup guy. He was a good back. Yeah. So, you know, the Saints, they had that. That was the last that was the last win. But the most and, and I will say the most fun of the 2005 season for me personally was the Detroit Lions game. 
Uh, I was living in California, but I flew home for Christmas because I didn't know anybody in California. I'm like, I gotta fly home. I flew home, and the Saints were playing on uh, Saturday, Christmas Eve, in the Alamo Dome. And uh, by then, they're like three and eleven, or you know, uh, three. They're, they're at that time they're three and eleven, and it's all like. Fuck it, we want to win, we want to lose, and we want the number one pick, and we want Reggie Bush. Like, that's what it was. That's how I was. And I don't know how you are, Dave, but, like, there comes a point where I'm fine with rooting for the Saints to lose. Because playoffs are done, and maybe you want the coach fired, maybe you want a higher draft pick, whatever. It's, it's, the Saints are your hobby. You can do whatever you want. If you want to root for them to win every week, fine. If you want to lose, fine. I don't give a shit. I am so drunk. Um, but anyway, I'm at home, right, Dave? I'm, 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 who, what's that? Who, who, roots, who, who roots for a specifically roots for a team to lose? I did. I was on, <laughs> the Saints are playing Detroit. And I'm oh, like, for one game, yeah, but I'm, I mean, yeah, like for one game. So I'm like, I'm I mean, like, the whole Dave, season. I'm like, they got I'm going to watch all the Falcons. Game and just watch root for them to lose. Well, like once they turn, once they get to like three and nine, I'm like the playoffs are done. You want people fired? I want. I wanted. I wanted Hazlitt fired. I, I wanted Reggie, but I, I was like, so I was rooting for them to lose. So they're playing Detroit, and it's just fucking miserable. Like Detroit, I don't even remember who their coach was, but uh, you know, it's it's this fucking miserable game, and it's the Saints are winning. Um, Nine to seven in the middle of the third quarter, like they're not even scoring touchdowns, and they're losing. They're winning. They're winning twelve to ten, and I'm like, "Come on, so you have to lose this fucking game." I'm like yelling at the TV at home, and my mom's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "We want Reggie Bush. We want Hazlitt fired. They need to fucking lose this game." I've been entertained for three hours, but now the Saints was, need was, to get... Was, was 4 and 12 going to be that much of a difference between 3 and 13? Well, but it matters for the draft <laughs> pick, right? 3 yeah, and 13. I guess. Like, if, no, but if, they, if the Saints win that game and they, they're 4 and 12, they pick 6th instead of 2nd. I get well, mad. I get mad. I mean, okay, as far, yeah, as far as the draft is concerned, yes. But as far as Hazlitt getting fired, I think 3 and I 13 I think that was like, yeah. 12, well, that was that like baked in, right? So that's like baked in. <laughs> to the to the cake, I'll give you that. But so the Saints are the Saints are the Saints are winning twelve to it's like 10. a shiv, like a shiv. They're like, has it? You're done. So the Saints are they're winning twelve to ten. I'm like, fucking Saints, you have to lose this game. And so I'm like, I don't think Joey Harrington, which is a weird ass score. Yeah, so I'm like, I don't think Joey Harrington is gonna get this done, right? Uh, so I guess Joey Harrington wasn't playing for the Dolphins in 05. Is he playing for the 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 Lions before. I am so drunk. I'm play, I'm I'm putting Joey Arrington on multiple teams. Uh but so the Saints are in the they're in the fourth quarter, right? So um Joey Harrington's got the ball. He fumbles, he recovers it, and it's like so it's like th- the, the, the the Lions have a fucking fourth and seventeen from their own twenty four yard line with thirty seven seconds to go. The Saints win probability at that exact moment, I'm going to pull it up for you. The Saints' win probability at that moment was 95%. Like, like you had 4th and 17 against Joey Harrington at his own 24-yard line. Dave, what would you bet that the Saints would have won that game? Well, it sounds like... 
Like, I bet that the Saints are about to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. Dude, Joey Harrington (laughs) drops back, hits Roy Williams for 40 yards. I'm jumping up and down celebrating. Then Harrington goes incomplete, incomplete. He completes a 15-yard pass to Roy Williams again, but the Detroit has no timeouts. So they bum rush everybody on the field to set up the field goal and barely get it off. And it's good, and the Saints lose 13-12, to and I am ecstatic. And that led to Reggie Bush being a Saints, who, look, Reggie Bush didn't live up to what we thought, but the Reggie Bush era was fun, Dave. You got to give it he, he, You know what? He was fun. I'd do it again. In, in, in hindsight, yeah, I, I would again. do it again. In, in hindsight, um, you know, he was, he was so hyped. I mean, his, his college highlights were ridiculous. It was, the Fresno State game was fucking insane. <laughs> like, like I the remember. The college highlights were fucking ridiculous. I, I mean, re- he was, he was doing the most ridiculous shit at USC. I mean, it was, uh, he was doing shit that like nobody had seen before. I remember. Um, it was, it was, it was like cartoonish. It was rem- fucking cartoonish. I remember. At the time, and we'll we'll do another drunk history on on Drew Brees signing and all that in '06. But I remember at the time, the the girl that I was dating at the time, not my wife. Uh, she my was, wife. My wife. We got to get that. Not in. my wife. She called me up and she's like, because she didn't know any didn't know anything about sports. I should have known we were a horrible match. But she's like, what was his name? What? <laughs> <laughs> she she calls me up and, and like you know because this is before like Twitter and like the instant internet where like news yeah. like news hit instantly and she like I so I'm at work I don't know she calls me up with like hey I just saw that like the Texans or they they agreed to a contract with Mario Williams you're gonna get Reggie Bush are you excited and I was like you better not be fucking joking, bitch. You better not. This better not be no prank. I will fucking break up with you right now. I will break. I will. I will fucking cut you. And she's like, No, no, they signed this guy, Mario Williams. They're gonna get Reggie Bush. Are you excited? I'm like, I was like, like I remember being like flush. Like I was like, like my head started to spin, and I like had to fan myself. And I literally for like two hours. I, I do went, declare. I I was like, I do declare. I just like went to YouTube and like watched clips. Of like Reggie Bush, like I got no work done, but so like going, wait, going going back to our original point, even though he he wasn't making the same highlight reels in the NFL as he was in college, um, still you know fun. what? In, 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 yeah, and he and he, but the thing is, is like when he was here, he caught so much shit. He was always he was always the most talked about. He was a lightning yeah. rod for for the media and for fans. He was always the most talked about. Uh, there were half of he he was so divisive. Half of the fan base, you know, liked but, him and loved him, and but, half of the fan base felt like he just was not living up to what he was supposed to but be here's th- and what he was supposed to do. But I mean, he gave us he gave us the divisional game against the Arizona, Cardinals, the yeah. Monday night game against Minnesota that they lost, but he ran back two punts for touchdowns. I mean, the the Tampa game in 06 where he runs the punt back there. But here's the thing about Reggie. He Bush. gave us he gave us stuff that we never had seen before. So yeah. it's, it's hard to and be mad at him. And here's the th- here's the thing with Reggie Bush is in 06, yeah, they signed Drew Brees, and people were excited about Drew Brees because they were you know, like, thank God we're we're done with Brooks and we're signing Drew Brees, and it's interesting and it might work and out really good. Shoulder great. may or may not yeah, fall off. But at the, the thing, first game. The, and people were really rallying around the Saints and like, look, we we. 
Tagliabue brought him back. They're staying. We got to buy tickets. So people were pumped. But Reggie Bush was really like the, I don't know what you call the Ass in the seat man. Yeah, he was like, when they got Reggie Bush on draft <laughs> day, in the seat, like it sold tickets. Like people were like, oh shit, they got Reggie Bush, I'm buying tickets. Like it was the thing. I think I might be one of those, I think I might be <laughs> one of those people. Because, I mean, no, I'm, so I'm serious like, because I, I, I signed up for my season tickets in May of 2016, which would have been after the draft. So I think you, I think you can include me in that number. So look, I was fun. one of those guys that was like, holy shit, they drafted Reggie Bush. I'm, 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 I'm going to the games. I'm going to the games. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, so it all goes back to fourth and seventeen. Joey Harrington hit Roy Williams for forty yards. The Saints ends up losing, and Good they get and they point. get rid, and they get they don't. Good point. They they win that game. They draft sixth. They're drafting AJ Hawk, which is like yo. I mean, fucking AJ Hawk. You might as well just fucking set the pick on fire. <laughs> um, so I mean, <laughs> you know, I or mean, trade it to New England, or trade it to New England. Um, so. People like listen to this podcast. They probably by the time they listen to this, Dave, uh, Malcolm Butler's either, either they're either uh, ecstatic that they got Malcolm <laughs> Butler and they didn't give up a lot, and people are super pumped, or they gave up a lot to get Malcolm Butler and they're mad, or it's totally falling through and they're not going to have any better corners, so people are mad. So just bringing up Malcolm Butler have probably sent seventy like, percent <laughs> of the audience like into like euphoria or rage, which is just great. I don't, I don't think Malcolm Butler is leaving New England. Fuck you, Dave. Fuck you! <laughs> Hashtag system corner. Hashtag system corner ruined my dreams. <laughs> Fuck you, Dave. So, uh, oh, so is it like if you want to wrap up the? Is there any? Is there like that's my main memory from the Katrina season, the Detroit game? Is there one thing that I, I have? Out to you? I have. I have one other. Yeah, no, I have. <laughs> it was pretty miserable. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I, I went to all the Baton Rouge games. They were very miserable. It they was were. very depressing. I mean, I was—I think I was sitting like second row in the corner. Uh, I mean, it was empty. You—you you could have sat wherever you wanted to. It didn't matter. Um, and uh, and I and I bought the, I, I bought the four-game package. People and, felt and, obligated and drove to up like to buy. Baton Rouge People felt and, obligated to do it. Like yeah, it was like a sacrifice. My I bought the four like, game pack. Pa- yeah. My mom was like, "We did I bought it." The four game package, and and we drove, you know, drove the drove the sixty miles there and the sixty miles back. And um, I mean, technically, I feel like going to all four of those games plus the Giants game. I mean, I, I feel like I pretty much had season tickets for two thousand five. So if you can say you went to all four <laughs> Katrina games in Tiger Stadium. Like yeah. that, that, that gives you like diehard cred for life. I All right. Feel well, like. thank you, so, thank you. So that that was that was very early in my fanhood. But yeah. um, now the only other memory, the only other memory I have is um, we were talking earlier about Benson potentially moving the Saints to San Antonio. The refrigerator. I forgot about the fucking refrigerator with Benson on. Oh, damn it. Well, I mean, it's it's. I, I have a similar personal story, but um, uh, so. You know, obviously, again, I didn't own the store, but I worked there, and uh, it was my life. And uh, so we we boarded up the store before we evacuated. And sure enough, um, when we came back in November, somebody had spray painted on the window uh, wood boards "Fuck Benson" you know, all over my entire store. I forgot uh, about him shoving Lee Zurich. God damn it! God. <laughs> well, you can still mention it. I will mention. Keep keep, go, keep going, and I'll mention. <laughs> Well, I mean that's it. I, I have a I have a picture of, of my were, of my store. Uh, people were pissed with, at Benson. With, with fuck Benson's 
spray painted were, all over it. People were people people went yeah, into well, a ra- people put aside all like oh I gotta like sh- re I gotta like fix my house. Uh, rip out sheetrock. I gotta find a place to live. People were like, "Fuck all that. We're gonna put that on hold. Fuck Tom Benson." <laughs> and if you think you're taking our team, but you are mistaken. Like people, like for a good, like to to think about this. Like for the lead on the New Orleans news to be the Saints and whether they're staying or going after maybe the biggest catastrophe. In the history of the United States in the last 30 years, besides 9-11, for the lead on the news to be whether the Saints are coming or going, like, that to me shows you what New Orleans feels about the Saints. Like, they would put everything with Katrina aside, the disaster, the Ray Nagin, all of it. Like, it was, a, it was the second story on the news for like a week. People were yeah. freaking out that Benson God, was going to take the team to San Antonio. Don't you even know, remind me of Negan. Yeah, like people, like it was the <laughs> it was the main thing. Like people were like, yeah, no, it was. People were like, no, look, look, the city it might never be the same. We might be devastated. I might be personally fucked. But you, you're taking the Saints over our dead fucking body, Benson. You're not. It's not happening. And people were freaking <laughs> out. Like it was the lead on the news. Like he pushed Lee Zurich. Like it was just phenomenal. Phenomenal, and now and now Benson's like trying to give all his money away and do nice things, so people like forget about the fact that he wanted to move the team to San Antonio, which is totally fine, whatever. Um, but anyway, I think we. I did see it. Lee Zurich all the time. By the way, uptown, I see him at Company Burger and uh, and Martin Wine Cellar. We always seem to be eating at the same place for that. Lee, I will. Say, I will say this for Lee Zurich. He was the nicest guy, and he, when I was working at Channel 4, and he knew how much I was making as a desk assistant, he would do baseball games for CSN where he would be the field reporter, and they needed a spotter, and I would carry, like, I would wear, like, orange gloves, and I would, like, wave to the camera, and then they would find Lee Zurich, and he would do, like, an interview with a famous LSU alumni in the stands or, like, a funny fan thing. And he knew that I made, like, no money as a desk assistant. But being his assistant on this this broadcast for LSU baseball that was on cable or whatever, I would make, like, 300 bucks. And he knew that I had no money. So he would always hook me up. And I did that for him, like, three or four times. And because of that, I always have a soft spot for Lee Zurich. So, Lee Zurich, thank you for hooking me up. I am so fucking drunk. Uh People, you paid, but this is what they this is what they wanted, Dave. This is what the people wanted. They wanted us <laughs> drunk talking about Saints history, and they got it. They got it. So, uh, thanks. We did the Katrina season. Uh, until next week, uh, or not next week, next month or whatever. Uh, until another episode comes along, whatever. So Fuck! So I'm so wasted. Um, thanks for donating. We love you. Uh, <laughs> goodbye. Thanks to all of our Saints Happy Hour listeners whose donations made Drunk Saints history possible. Until next time, remember, surviving Saints history is hard. That's why God made alcohol.